Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Welcome to our Roll Doll series, and we're reading Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And don't worry, we're still doing spooky stories. We're going to do a couple spooky stories in between our books because we know a lot of the kids are getting a little bit spooked out, and we don't want them to be too scared. So we're going to do spooky stories um, in between, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chapter 19, The Inventing Room, Everlasting Gobstoppers, and Hair Toffee. When Mr. Wonka shouted, stop the boat, the Oompa Loomas jammed their oars in the river and backed water furiously. The boat stopped. Oompa Loompas guided the boat alongside the red door. On the door, it said, inventing room, private, keep out. Mr. Wonka took a key from his pocket and leaned over the side of the boat and put the key in the keyhole. This is the most important room of the entire factory, he said. All of my most secret inventions and cooking and simmering are cooking and simmering in here. Old Fickle Grubber would give his two front teeth to be allowed inside this for three minutes, and so would Prodnose and Slugworth and all the other rotten chocolate makers. But now, listen to me. I want no messing about it when you go in there. No touching, no meddling, and no tasting. Is that agreed? Yes, yes, the children cried. We won't touch a thing. Up to now, said Mr. Wonka, nobody else, not even an Oompa Loompa, has ever been allowed in here. He opened the door and stepped outside of the boat into the room. The four children and their parents all scrambled after him. Don't touch, shouted Mr. Wonka, and don't knock anything over. Charlie Bucket stared at himself in the gigantic room in which he found himself. The place was like a witch's kitchen. All about, all about him, all about him, black metal pots were boiling and bubbling on huge stoves. Kettles were hissing and pans were sizzling and strange iron machines were clanking and sputtering, and there were pipes running all over the ceiling and walls, and the whole place was filled with smoke and steam and delicious rich smells. Wonka himself had suddenly become even more excited than usual, and anyone could see that with his room he loved, that this was the room that he loved best of all. He was hoping about among some saucepans and machines, like like a child among the Christmas presents, not knowing which thing to look at first. He lifted the lid from a huge pot and took a sniff. Then he rushed over and dipped his finger into a barrel of sticky yellow stuff and a taste. Then he skipped across to one of the machines and turned half a dozen knobs this way and that. Then he peered anxiously in through the glass of a gigantic oven, rubbing his hands and cackling with delight at what he saw. Then he ran over to the machine, a small, shiny affair that kept on going putt 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 and every time that he went putt a large green marble dropped out of the basket on the floor at least it looked like a marble everlasting gobstoppers cried willy wonka proudly they're completely new i'm inventing them for children who are giving very little pocket money you can even put an everlasting gobstopper in your mouth and you can suck it and suck it and suck it without it never getting any smaller it's like gum cried violet burgade burgard 
sorry. It's not like gum, said Willy Wonka. Gum is for chewing, and if you tried to chew on one of these gobstoppers, you'd break your teeth off. And they never get any smaller, and they never disappear. Never. At least, I don't think they do. There's one of them being tested at this very moment in the testing room next door. And Oompa Luma is sucking on it. He's been sucking on it for nearly a year without even stopping. And it's still good as ever. Now, over here, said Mr. Wonka, skipping excitedly across the room to the opposite side of the wall. Over here, I am inventing a completely new line of toffees. He stopped behind a large saucepan. The saucepan was full of thick, gooey, purplish tra- treacle? Huh. Boiling and bubbling. Standing on his toes, little Charlie could see just inside. That's hair toffee? That's hair toffee, cried Mr. Wonka. You eat it just one bitty tiny at a time, and it's exactly half an hour. A brand new, luscious, thick, silky, beautiful crop of hair will start growing all over it on top of your head. And a mustache and a beard. A beard, cried Veruca. Who wants a beard, for heaven's sakes? Uh, it would suit you very well, said Mr. Wonka, but unfortunately, the mixture is not quite right yet. It got too strong. It works too well. I tried it on an Oompa Loompa yesterday in the testing room, and immediately a huge black beard started shooting out of his chin and grew so fast that it was trailing all over the floor, a very thick carpet. It was growing faster than we could cut it. In the end, we had to use a lawnmower to keep it in check, but... But I'll get that mixture right soon, and when I do, there's going to be no excuse for any more little boys and girls going about with bald heads. Mr. Wonka said Mr. Mike TV, the little boys and girls never do go about with. Don't argue, my dear. Please don't argue, cried Mr. Wonka. It's such a great waste of precious time, and now over here, you'll step all this way. I'll show you something that I'm terrifi- terrifically proud of. Oh, do be careful. Don't knock anything over. Stand back.